Hello and welcome to another Trailside Dukes podcast. Thanks for being here with us. Uh, we've got a jam-packed session today, don't we, Tony? Yes, sir. Okay, well, uh, I think what we want to do is, uh, be- before we get into everything, I think what we need to do is remind everybody of our poll that we have out there, right? About the geese, like the, it was a question of the week. And um, what was the question again? If you were in a cage match, like the old WWE, WWF for you old guys. Yeah. WWF was the best, by the way. It was. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Elizabeth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do, you know, do you know who that macho was? Macho Man. Okay. Macho you know, Man. Macho Man. Yeah, nice. with a little woo. I grew up in Calgary. A lot, of, a lot of the wrestlers that ended up in WWF were from the Calgary Stampede Wrestling. No kidding. Dude, Brett the Hitman Hart. Really? All those guys are from Calgary. And uh, yeah, so big WWF fan. And uh, But okay, back to our question. Yeah, what was the question? If you were in a cage match okay. with geese. Right, so if it's full, full adult geese, full adult geese, and they're you know they're coming at you, they're mad, and it's you or the geese. How many could you take? I said six. Right, that's your new that's your new number. That's your new sports. <laughs> it's my goose number, number six. You're, and dude, you got to put that on your back when you play pickleball and tennis. I don't. We care. don't have a number for pickleball or tennis. Start something. <laughs> like I'm not gonna. On. I'm not gonna try to start that. Number I'll, six. Nobody will let me play yeah. with them if I do. So that. seven geese would kill you. Uh, well, I think six could almost take me down. Right. but I you think were, I come out of there like still. You were like, with on a the pulse. side of yeah, yeah. That's okay. And you said fifty. Right. So. Tell, we need to know. know. Yeah, let us know. You guys can do the the podcast poll on the audio podcast. It should be up there where you have some selections that you can make. Hey, if you're on the YouTube channel, then go ahead and put it in the description. Let us know. And uh, if you want, you can even email us. What the heck? Trails, yeah. Trailsidedukes at gmail.com. Good way. Send us some uh, your poll stuff, and I'm mad. If you got a question of the week for us to share, let yeah. us know. Be fun. Let's do it. Okay. Well, uh, let's start off with uh, the Grey Cup. We had a battle this last weekend, didn't awesome. we? Yeah. Awesome game. So me and my buddy Brian watched that, and uh, Montreal was the underdog. Winnipeg's won um, three of the last four Grey Cups. Game was in Hamilton, a uh, packed stadium, and um, – the game's winding down. Montreal's down. They need a touchdown to win. Ooh. And, yeah, so they score. Uh, I got, like, the player's name here. It's um, So Cody Fajardo, University of Nevada, Reno, graduate quarterback for Montreal, drives him down the field, score, throws a touchdown pass with six seconds left. The receiver catches it, Corey, in the end zone, and what's funny is, is you see the uprights like right there because our uprights are like right at the, in the zero kinda... zero yard, like right behind the touchdown. Oh, line. really? Yep. Okay. I didn't know that, actually. Yeah. Yep. Big touchdown. So did it cause a – he didn't catch it? He caught did... it. Oh, he yeah. did? Montreal okay. wins, six seconds left. You know, something funny about like so many Super Bowls or championship games come right down to the wire, and that was another one, just an exciting brand of football and uh yeah it was it was a lot of fun it was cool awesome okay so yeah. what do they get what is the like do you know what they get at all oh, when they win i'm yeah. Just, okay <laughs> yeah well they get a bonus they get a bonus okay just like the nfl super bowl guys they get a bonus obviously right. not as much 
but they get a bonus. Um, and yeah, you get to drink some uh, some some beer out of the Grey Cup. That's we'll, the thing. We'll have huh? to flash up a pig. The Grey Cup's like the Stanley Cup. It's an yeah, yeah. The CFL is older than the NFL. Obviously, the NFL started with a merger of the AF, AFL and NFL, uh, okay. I think, in the 60s. But the CFL has been around since, like, the, shoot, 1920s, 30s. Wow. It's, it's, it's old. And then, like, they have the RCMP guys come out with the Grey Cup, bringing it out onto the field. They it's have a, the gloves on great, and stuff, oh, yeah. kind of like the Stanley Yep, totally. Okay. Totally. Cool. Yeah. And then yeah. I'm guessing like each guy gets a chance to, yeah. you know, whatever. Pictures, kind of take a chug out of there, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yep. So the Grey Good Cup, the there Alouettes. we go. Is there like a favorite team? I mean, you said there were eight teams in the league. Is there a favorite for next year? Would it be Montreal because they won it this year? Like, or does uh, it change so much that no, it's hard to kind of... No, I mean, Montreal de- wins it all. I think they're favorites. Winnipeg's always up in there. And really? My team, the Calgary Stampeders, were not so good this year. But, no. you know, as a fan, unlike you, Corey, I, I stick with my team. It's so, you know... Oh, I said... What? What are you talking about? Oh, you're not even picking the, the Kraken, which, by the way, the Kraken lost to the Flames this week in uh, overtime. Yep, yep, it was a great game. Yep, I watched I, that one, too. I, I saw that score. But, yep. you know, I stick like... I'm the, the Flames, they're they're getting hot. They're, they're climbing the ladder so that's my team they are right and i we mentioned that last time and the kraken are driving me nuts they just keep picking up these one points they're going into overtime with every single team yeah and there was a stat the other week where the kraken were going they they out of it was like eight out of 10 or 11 games they were leading yeah and they dropped the lead and they would lose the game yeah in overtime or something yeah so you're mad so you know, I didn't pick them to win the conference, and no. there was a reason for that. But I still like them, yeah. and uh, you're you know, I'll stick with them. You're more logical with your, with your picks, whereas I'm more heartfelt with my picks. I'm very heartfelt with my my football pick, like for the NFL. Like I stick stick you're and stay with ever the ever since ever yeah. Okay. That'll never. It may not ever happen, but we'll see. Right. You gotta. I'm well, they're up there. They're they're them. one of the top teams. The Dolphins. A very are loyal good. guy, dude. I can tell. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, uh, maybe we should talk uh, about uh, a little basketball. We're getting to the basketball season for sure. So I'm I'm cool if we want to talk a little Zags. That's another team I'm loyal, uh, uh, you know, with and about, and you know, a lot of our listeners are Zags. too in our area. Yeah, so, love the Zags. Uh, pronounced Gonzaga for anybody. Gonzaga. You know, east of the mississippi it's or fun to hear different announcers it is kind of funny gonzaga yeah it is it is hilarious so right now uh zags started the season off very well um right now they're over in maui so we're going from the gray cup in canada right. to the the warmth of uh the hawaiian islands yeah so uh they they lost a close one to purdue uh, just the other day, uh, they were up at halftime, but then lost uh, to Purdue. Couldn't hold them off, um, and then they won their game earlier against. Uh, well, right after that, they they beat Syracuse, and so um, they're going to be taking on uh, UCLA. And you know, by, by the time we get this out, that game will be over. But hopefully, uh, the Zags can pull it off. Go Zags! Yep. Anton Watson played great. Yep, I played think they're great today. starting to figure out their team and what it's going to look like with rotations with one of their big guys out that came from Eastern, uh, you know, over this year. So 
Uh, he's out for the season, so now Mark's trying to figure out where to plug and play guys and what matchups. They look mixed good. it up. Uh, the, so. the Croat Luca, he got Luka, some minutes. The Croatian today. sensation. Yeah. I mean, he he's been getting plays. in some time. Yeah, as a freshman, that's pretty good. So one of the things I I noticed with Luca is um, when I'm at the games, he does the song come into your head. At all? Uh, I just get excited because I know you would be excited. So yeah. you know, we'll stand up and cheer, and we're gonna have to go and take a Croat flag, right? Take the Croatian flag for sure. I wonder if we could get that whole arena singing. My name is Luca. <laughs> we might have a chance as long as you don't start it. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, the Zags will be back home um, from their uh, island uh, retreat and uh, games. Uh, they're going to be back on Tuesday, the 28th. Fine. So they'll be back home and um, taking on um, uh, Cal State Bakersfield. Okay. So there we go. Go Zags. Well, uh, another awesome thing that is happening right now is the FCS playoffs for college football. Pretty for exciting. Sure. I know a lot of people are interested in the FBS, but I think the FCS is just as exciting. Fun. We have some fun teams in there. You'll hear um, about the Vandals, Montana, Montana State, uh, yep. South Dakota State, North Dakota, North Dakota State, like all these teams um and then you got a lot of good texas teams in there delaware stuff like that so yep. um top eight seeds get a buy the first round and so i know montana was a two seed idaho was a four seed and montana state was a six seed yeah so they all get um, buys through the first round and then um they'll play winners of some of these other games that we have here let's see here just so i can get well, it well and i'm going to make a sh- i'm going to make a shout out to my man luke mclaughlin Lane kid that plays linebacker for Furman. Um, they're in um, it yep oh yeah they're they're highly ranked uh south carolina i believe they have a they have a bye they're a number 7 seed yeah, yeah. right here yep. they they went 9 and 2 this year yeah they're good yeah so they the Furman will play the winner of uh, chattanooga and austin pay Oh, yeah. And then um, Montana is going to play the winner of Lafayette and Delaware. So that'll be interesting. So Furman could actually end up playing Montana if they, you know, if they both so win that first. Montana. Oh, I yeah. Know. I know Pretty the McLaughlin family would be there. That'd be cool. Dad was a, a stud linebacker for Boise State back in the day. They called him the Stork. The Stork? Yep. Matt what, was he delivering stuff? No, he's just his body <laughs> frame. Just his body like, I don't frame, know if it's like, delivering. Was, he, he was just lanky and stretched out for a linebacker, oh. inside linebacker. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And he had the he had the record for um, most tackles for Boise State for a long time. He was oh, a stud. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Nichols and Southern Illinois will play, and the winner of that will see Idaho. Fine. Um, on December second. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What was this? South Dakota State is the heavy favorite. They're the number one team. They've gone undefeated this yeah. season. Uh, they'll play the winner of Gardner Webb and Mercer. Um, so we'll see how that shapes out. Fun. So there you go. There's some uh, three Big Sky teams in there. Yeah. Pretty awesome, right? I think there's more. Sacramento State is also State's in, there in there too. Yeah, yeah, they play North Dakota to see who. We'll move on and play South Dakota, the number three seed. Bisons so, are always good. Yeah, they are. 
I mean, yeah. lots of, lots of good teams, fun tournament for for football. I think it's you know it's a fun one to watch, and um, we had the pleasure of being able to go and sit in a box this last week at the yeah. Idaho game. They played your your Idaho State Bengals. Oh my gosh, the Bengals <laughs> took one on the chin. Yep, uh, they took more than one on the chin. They yeah, took a, almost sixty something. Twenty one nothing end of the first quarter, but I think it was twenty eight. Twenty eight nothing. Yeah. But, you know, I'm an alum, played at Idaho State. and You got to uh, root for him, right? Of course. Yeah, yeah that's I, your team. I, I caught my heat because totally I, I was wearing some Idaho State gear. <laughs> I, I caught heat from a lot of Vandals fans. Oh, I don't know if – I don't think I have a picture. I should have taken a picture, but uh, Perka was wearing the string backpack thing with a big bangle face on oh, it. Oh, yeah. And I called it his trick or treat bag. It looked uh, <laughs> it just <laughs> one of my buddies that I played football with, uh, Jack Horton. His son plays D line for Idaho State, um, Cortland Horton. And unfortunately, Cortland Cortland was hurt, but oh. he's a team captain, so he did walk out on the field. Oh, cool! Um, kids a stud, and uh, you know, I just get a feeling from Idaho State they they made big improvements. I mean, yep, they got they got you know they beat some decent teams. They lost year. to Montana by seven points. Like they, they made, hung in there. If you're if you know if you're a fan of Idaho State or your kids playing for Idaho State, even for me, like I'm not really that invested. You know, I'm all Carol, right? But uh, so, but just to kind of pay attention to them, they made steps up. I, you know, you can't just go like it doesn't happen in a year. And they get they got a new coach and the kids are buying into the program. So good good for the Bengals. Yeah. Awesome, tough. Uh, another tough, uh, you know, conference to yeah to play in. Yeah, so good yeah. teams uh, that can take anybody out. And we talked yeah. about it last week in the Carroll Corner. So just like the Frontier League, good. Frontier League, uh, Montana Tech lost to Dickinson State, and uh, so the next big game coming up in the Frontier Conference is. Um, uh, C of I plays at Western, so that'll be Ooh, a real interesting oh yeah. one to see. That's what a, that'll be a good matchup, right? Yep, a couple fun. of good ones there. Fun. Well, uh, speaking of, um, we'll we'll get into the Carroll Corner here just in a second. Right. But we actually uh, met a couple of dudes in the box next to us, studs that saw your hat and yep. started yelling out Carroll stuff, and we're like, "What's going on?" And then we start talking, well, they and then the shirt down. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, one of them has a Carroll tattoo. Yeah, and we were like, "Whoa, we got to talk to this guy." So luckily, we had our we had our microphone there, and we were yep. ready to go. And so Trailside you, Dukes is always prepared. We had <laughs> we, we had the microphone ready for who knew what would what would come up, and we got a great interview with uh, two brothers yeah. that played at Carroll. Um, ha- have some amazing things to say about Carol and obviously, um, you know, U of I as well, because um, one of the brothers has two sons playing, or sorry, for U of I, two sons playing for U of I. So pretty fun interview, Corey. What do yeah. you think? Well, let's go right into that and uh, let's go into Carol Corner. Let's do it. Okay, so you um, it was funny because from my perspective, you guys were yelling back and forth and they're like, Hey, we love Jack Perka. And you're like, yeah, that's my kid. And then all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> you guys were best friends. <laughs> for- yep. <laughs> so. Those guys have fun singing songs in the, in that box next to us. And, uh, uh I'm a big fan of them that they're cool guys. So at halftime, we rolled over there. 
Perka grabbed the mic, I grabbed the camera, and then uh, we were able to chat with these fellas. And they both they both played there, which was kind of cool. Yeah, yep, uh, definitely a heart for Carol. Pretty cool. Should we should we play that interview? Yeah, let's roll it. Okay. Okay, Trailside Dukes live at the U of I Idaho State game, and we've got the McCormick brothers. Uh, Carroll Count College football players, their son plays for U of I. Fellas, how you doing? We're doing good. We got a great game. Couldn't be doing much better with the score at halftime. Uh, amazing score. Like, Vandals are kicking some ass. And your son plays for the Vandals. Yes, sir. My, both my sons play safety, Tommy and Sean. Badass. Badass. So, like, you know, like, I get it. Like, as a parent, you're all in. 100%. All in. I played at Idaho State, so I've got a couple Idaho State things on. But, like, you know, living in Coeur d'Alene, like, you know, it's Vandals country. And, uh, dude, how proud are you? So proud. I mean, uh, wherever they played, Idaho, Carroll College, we love them and we support them 100%. Yeah. Well, hey, can we can we see the tattoo? Can we see the tattoo? Yeah, baby, go Saints! So, what years? When did you guys play for the Saints? I played for Carroll College at 89 to 92 for Bob Petrino. Yep. And I played for the Saints 2008-2012 uh, for Mike Van Deest. Okay, frickin' those are legendary times for the Saints. Um, you got a quick story, something about, like, shout-out to some buddies, teammates when you played? Well, when I was a freshman, uh, Troy Purcell, he's the head coach at Carroll. He was a uh, fifth-year senior, and uh, he was, like, the man to me. And uh, he had played with Paul and... Uh, it was just an honor to be with those guys at Carroll College, but uh, when you're 18 years old, you just keep your mouth shut and uh, move forward. That's awesome. Uh, the current offensive coordinator for Carroll is uh, Alex Banisteel, and he was a guard when I was at Carroll, and he was uh, one of the guys that we leaned on a lot going forward with the offense, but he was a dude, especially me being on the defensive side, that taught me a lot as far as what I needed to know going forward, uh, being a saint and doing those kind of things. So Alex Fantasteel, I'd give him a shout out as far as the things that he taught me going forward. So yeah, like Coach Fanny, all the kids call him Coach Fanny. Love him, freaking superstar, he's the OC. He's a big part of the culture at Carroll and my son loves him, like, you know, they, they, they're a stud team. They didn't quite make it this year, but you know the culture. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're there. And uh, so, like, U of I, you've gone to the games, stuff. Like, well, talk, talk to me about your sons playing at U of I and doing stuff. Well, I'll tell you, when uh, my oldest came here, Troy was still coaching here, and he was a big uh influencing them coming and Paul Petrina was here and uh, since they've been here we've had a great experience uh, and then Tommy came in the next year and uh, it's been a great experience uh, but you know the connections with Carroll College and the Saints has run deep and uh, they probably wouldn't be here without that. That's awesome. Yeah going for it uh, again coach Fanny Steel Fanny 
He, uh, he's that perfect bridge between the current kids we got on the team now and the culture we had because Fantasteel was on those teams that had a lot of success, and we won one in 2010. Fantasteel was there with us at that point. But understanding the, the culture we like to, I guess as the older guys, portray onto the younger guys and understanding what the winning culture is, I think uh, there isn't too much, or I guess there isn't a better guy out there than Coach Fanny that can uh, show them what we what we expect out of guys in, so, in, in sort of a winning tradition. Well, Frick, we were just next door to you guys and you saw my court, my Carroll hat and freaking like shout outs to like, go Carroll College, go Vandals. How fun, you guys. This no doubt. We follow Jack Perka and the Coeur Lane Connection and Troy Purcell and uh, go Saints, go Vandals. Let's see some people kick some butt. Go Saints! Yeah, I showed him the tattoo earlier. That's how I saw the hat, and I had to let him know that we got this, and this was Sean Bloomquist. He was a linebacker, All-American, couple times over for the Saints, but we got this as a sign of brotherhood, so we understand what it means to be a Saint going forward in a, a winning tradition. So we appreciate you guys coming over and uh, give us a little bit of time. Well, you guys will be on the Trailside Dukes podcast. I instantaneously love you guys. So let's go Vandals, go Saints. Thank you guys. No Thanks, Super cool. Thanks, I appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. All right. So that was pretty cool to run into those fellas. Uh, awesome fun. energy. Uh, and, you know, it was just a fun game, fun halftime, talking to them, getting to know them. So... I'm pretty sure we'll see them again. Yep. And, uh, you and they're, know. They're, they're subscribers. They want to hear about Carol stuff. They, there they we go. They love the Carol Corner. Should, should we roll into some of the other stuff? Yeah, I think, uh, we. you know, we were talking basketball season, so. Wait, um, I got some football stuff, you, Corey. Okay. You know, oh, we got some awards we still that were won. Okay, so. well, let's cover that, and then we'll go into the basketball. Yeah, Frontier okay. Conference has come out with, um, you know, they're all conference people. And so uh, one of the cool honorable mentions is linebacker Ben Held. He gets the, um, the Athlete Service Award. Cool dude, does a lot for the community. And then uh, all-conference first team is Carson Ochoa. Um, we got Hunter Meachin, Garrett Warden, and Tug Smith. And uh, Those are some of the guys you talked to during the season. Yep, yep. we interviewed Carson. Well, yeah, we interviewed I, uh, I recognize Carson those names. and Garrett. Um, and, uh, on earlier episodes, great dudes and second team, Connor quick, Hunter Peck and Tucker Jones, and just a little bit like some cool stuff. Right. So like, um, you know, the saints tied for the second most all first team, all conference selections, you know, Carson Ochoa led all tight ends in nearly every receiving statistic, just a stud, um, Hunter Meacham, one of the most veteran players in the conference. He started every game for the Saints in the last three seasons. Um, just a stud anchoring that left side of the Carroll line. Garrett Warden, he's one of the most dominant defensive linemen in the league. Um, always gets double teams. Uh, just a stud, 22 tackles, three and a half tackle for losses, one and a half sacks for his career totals. Tug Smith, one of the toughest players in the league. What's Tug's I mean, position? So Tug, he's in the secondary, right? Okay. He's yeah. named Was defensive he player of the week. Yep, he's okay. right in there. 50 tackles, one tackle for loss, interception, four pass breakups. Connor Quick, 
another veteran um, on the offensive line, one of the most respected in the league. I mean, I know I know Jack just talks about all of his linemen with just how hard they work. Um, and, you know, this kid was a huge player in the run game and just clearing paths. You know, there's um, an argument. Stud. There's an argument. Nobody. Sorry I interrupted. No, but that's okay. I get excited about offensive linemen. I agree. Um, there's an argument that those are the smartest dudes on the field. Big time. Yeah? Yeah. Well, your son played O-line, and, you know, when you right. play it – at Coeur d'Alene, um, those old line coaches, like, they just work their butt off, right? So, like, Coach Schaefer, Coach Brown, Coach Donovan, like, they're, you, if, if it doesn't happen at the old line, then your, your play is nothing, right? right. So, yeah. those kids have to be coached up and take ownership and make calls at the line. And uh, playing old line is, it's huge, right? And what's funny is, like, it being in education and seeing a bigger kid in middle school and, you know, you, you, you know, and I've coached like middle school football. It's like those bigger kids, they want to play tight end. They want to play, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? If, and the kids buy in eventually just cause you're like, dude, you're not a receiver. Sorry. Too bad. So sad. <laughs> right. Like we, we can use and, this somewhere else. But like, I think, you know, as a young kid, you know, once they start playing that position, they start realizing how important it is to, yeah. to plays. And uh, yeah, that's, that's the old line. It's, it's dirty. It's grimy, but very smart. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Sorry. I interrupted you. It's there. okay. I got Hunter, excited. Second team, Hunter Peck. This kid's amazing. Yeah. Like just a stud. Um, you know, it's crazy to see like, you know, it almost seems like that kid's held on every play, but still even like going through, you know, six and a half tack, uh, uh, sacks, 40 tackles, nine tackles for losses. Kid flies around. Tucker Jones, same thing, uh, flying all around, uh, led the team in tackles, 66 tackles, 41 assisted, 25 solo, one awesome. sack, awesome. two pass breakups, and then Ben held you know, the champion of character for the conference. Um, wow. He was terrific really? on the field. Yep. What a, what an award. Yeah. He's fully involved with like service, service organizations, yeah. vice president, treasurer of Carroll special Olympics club. Really? Pretty neat kid. Wow. Yeah. That's so amazing. I mean, pretty I, proud everybody, of everybody's great. And that's yeah. just, uh, that's, that's pretty cool. A lot of great awards there. Yep. Character is a big part of the Carroll culture. Super awesome. fun. Should we go into basketball now? Let's do it. Okay. They're off and rolling. I know. So men's basketball, three and three. Um, you know, and, and Jack speaks fondly of this guy, Andrew Cookie Cook. So Cookie Ooh, is. Oh, I like that. Cookie, Here we go. Cookie's a stud, right? I like cookies. Big, tall kid. Um, you know, they lost um, in overtime to Eastern Oregon, which we don't like to lose to them, 73-69. But, like, Aunt Cookie was battling, Kendall Moore with 11 points, James Long, James Long 11 points, and Gooey Pedra, 8 wait, points. Wait, there's a Cookie and a Gooey? Yeah. You're kidding. I know. Wow. That's a good combo. Man, this is like a, the team of desserts. Yeah, like at the Coeur d'Alene Resort, you can yeah, get you can a get gooey a cookie in your and a, gooey. In your gooey. Yeah. Right. They got good names at Carroll. Oh, I like it. Um, this is last sounding game. sweet. I know. Last game, they no beat problem. Walla Walla University, 89-71. Listen, Cookie, 22 points. Boom. I know. He's 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 lighting them up. Um, you know, like uh, Carroll shot 50% wow. uh, in, that, in that game. 
uh, Kendall Moore 15, Gooey 14, and then Murat Guzalechuk. Was that like Gooey to the second power? Maybe. 10 Hopefully points. Hopefully we're saying it right. So men's team, you know what I mean? They they battled, lost an overtime game, won the last one. They're 3-3. Three and three. They're rolling. Who do they you have next? I mean? Do we know? I don't know that. Oh. I'll have to check that out. Okay. It, it, when I researched Sorry. it, it said they have a little bit of a break. So thanks, uh, yeah. thanks for putting They're me on the spot. Well, I mean, it's Thanksgiving break, right? And That's so okay. they'll come back from break, and then yeah. we'll get it figured out. Women's team. Yeah. Uh, another great team. Doing? They're 4-2. and two. Wow. Beat C of I. We like to beat the Yotes. Okay. 64-56. Yes. Um, they had a three-win week this past week. Oh. Um, Jamie Pickens, this last game against the Yotes, scores 23. Uh, Kendall Keller, 14. Izzy Erickson, 11. And Willa Albrecht with six. Um, you know, they, they played – they didn't come out great against C of I, but they – you know – You've seen that all the time in basketball, right? It's like, oh, you come out cold, but then second half they just well, took sudden, it over. Yeah, you find your groove or you get some turnovers and possession changes. And yeah. They flip it. Yep, they're a super exciting team. And um, they've got upcoming the Th- Thanksgiving Classic where they play against Lewis and Clark State. And Down Southern Lewiston. Southern, no, it's at Helena. Oh, it is. But they have these teams coming in oh, for their classic. Tournament. Yep, yeah. Yep. Okay. So Lewis and Clark it. Stakes, Southern Oregon University. Beat the Warriors. Yeah, let's go. Okay. okay. Cool. So, yeah, go Saints. Uh, did you want to plug the, the fundraiser? Really yes, quick? let's do it. To finish out the Carroll yep. Corner? Let's finish out okay. uh, reminding people that the Trisha McCullough uh, fundraiser is December 16th in Coeur d'Alene at the Kootenai County Fairgrounds. Yeah, put it on the calendar. Yeah, baby. Go Saints. Okay, well, um, one thing I think uh, we should talk about real quick before we go into maybe an I'm Mad segment and Cool Friends right Um, because we've got some some great ones coming up for sure i think we need to talk a little bit about uh the quarterly high school football team making it to the state championship yeah right so for a team unranked at the beginning of the year right they didn't make the playoffs last year right falls was favored blah 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 (laughs) and and post falls a good program i'm I'm a fan of that program yeah they're doing good stuff there yep fan but um you know quarterly just kind of kept plugging away uh, beat Rigby earlier in the season, lost to Rocky. They make a quarterback change, uh, kind of a big deal, run with a sophomore. But that defense has just, you know, you've heard this before, right? Defense wins championships. Yep, we've said it a couple times. I mean, they beat Eagle in the semifinal, 7-6. Right. I mean, unbelievable. Huge defensive battle. Go into the state game against Highland. It's such a it's a huge rivalry with Highland. It always seems in the playoffs that you know those two teams are going to match up, and it's happened a few times for the, the right. championship. And it always and, seems like it happens in Holt Arena, your old stomping ground. I know why. I don't know. It's just the way it happens. Yep, and they get the home <laughs> field advantage because yep. they played like three, four games there this season, and whatever, right? But hey, you'll play anybody anywhere, uh, right? Yeah, that's for the, sure. That's, that, the that's the Coach Amos way. Is they travel all the time. I mean, right. gosh, they they went to Eagle the week week before. They got to go to Pocatello the week after. They've traveled all over in Washington this season and, right. and that's just how you build character with knowing like okay you're gonna travel in the playoffs so you better get used get to ready. it and man they battled so 35 28 they lost to highland uh it was a back and forth game like 
back and forth and big plays happening on both sides. And uh, Highland made one more extra big play, kind of scoring near the end. And, uh, you know, kudos to Highland. It's, 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 you know, I know you talk to the Coeur d'Alene coaches. They have a lot of respect for Highland, and it goes back and forth. There was a cool uh, article on it in the paper uh, just talking about the respect and the tradition of those two teams playing each other. And so, you know, um, just, you know, as a Coeur d'Alene Viking coach and fan, pretty proud of those kids. I think everybody in this town is like, you know what I mean? It sucks that you lost. But yeah, how how they got there and what they did is is nothing to hang their heads about. Pretty amazing stuff. Right. And lots of returners next year, I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. kind of a younger team that. Yeah. Watch uh, out. through. Watch so. out, Idaho. Coeur d'Alene's right back in it. Yeah. OK. Awesome. Fun. Well, um, we can move on to we have cool friends before I'm mad. How's that sound? We have cool friends. Yeah. One of our cool friends was actually a uh, defensive end that played right. uh, for the Vandals this last weekend. So I was able to catch up with our buddy Sam Brown and uh, went down on the field after the game, got to interview him. Because you had a mic. I had the mic that, that we, you brought to the we game. We got mic. it in there. I know. So I uh, interviewed him, uh, had his mom there, his girlfriend. So, awesome. um, you know, I think what we'll do is just get a post-game interview uh, this was before we knew what was going to happen with uh, Selection Sunday the day after. So um, I think uh, maybe we should should we roll it now and, and take a look and see what he had to say. Fun for people to listen to Sam Brown, for sure. Yeah, okay. Hey, Corey here with Trailside Dukes, and we have defensive end Sam Brown with us. Hey, Sam, how you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Big W for uh, the Vandals. Feel, feeling good. Nice, nice. Well, first thing I want to ask you is tell us about your journey and becoming an Idaho Vandal and playing defensive end. Yeah, so uh, from uh, Spokane Valley, Washington, uh, really Idaho was the only place that gave me an opportunity. They gave me a walk-on opportunity, and I came in first year, and I really didn't uh, know how I was going to fit in. Um, got, got moved around to D-tackle immediately as soon as I got here was putting on weight like nobody's business, eating uh, five meals a day. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. I was, uh, was not always fun. Some days I uh, was throwing up on the way to, way to class. <laughs> but I uh, was able to put on some weight. Um, my first coaching staff when I was here that gave me my preferred walk-on uh, got fired. And so we were fortunate to have Coach Ek come in, and he saw something in me and was a, uh, gave me an opportunity. And... Uh, after our spring game my sophomore year, or my redshirt freshman year, um, no, spring game after my freshman year, so the first spring after the first fall. Okay. Um, worked hard all spring, worked my way up the depth chart, and then uh, in the spring game uh, they uh, awarded me with a scholarship, which was pretty sweet. It was one of the coolest moments of, of my life, I think. So tell me, I know it's tough to lose a coach, right? You come on to a program, you you um, are on board with whatever coach you have, and that's like the direction, right? But then change of coaches. I've got to see Coach Eck and got to meet him. Uh, tell us and the viewers a little bit about like what he's brought to the team and, and just the difference in what you've seen you know, playing for him. Yeah, I think the biggest thing uh, is just 
he brings a lot of – I feel like the team's got better camaraderie. I think we got uh, – we'll do a bunch of stuff that's not related to football, just kind of building friendships and family. Yeah, and so that's really cool. And then along with that, I think um, some of the things we uh, overemphasize is just communication and over-communicating, and I think – that sort of leads to transparency and uh, you never you never are wondering what's going on it doesn't feel like there's ever any politics and so that's been good definitely for the culture and then I think just his drive I think they're never uh, quite satisfied and so that drive to win all the time and always be better never uh, never settling is something that he really brings to the table too. Nice, nice. Okay, let's talk about this game where you guys just blew up Idaho State University, uh, held them to under, like, what, 100 yards rushing, I think it was, man. Yeah, I don't know. I was looking at the board. I think it was, like, almost 59 yards rushing. I mean, you guys shut them down. Big energy coming out of the gate. Lots of uh, lots of action on both sides of the ball. Pretty exciting stuff. Tell me what you saw when you were out there and maybe what the game plan was coming out that you guys had. Yeah, so we knew we knew they were a mainly passing offense, so we knew we had to get after the passer a little bit. I think uh, the energy was great. I think we kind of we had a tough loss last week. Kind of got players together, a bunch of great player leadership that's come out of a couple of losses this year. And I think we just really wanted to go have fun and uh, prove to ourselves and everybody else that you know what team we really are and you know could be when we play to our highest level so right okay so next we have the playoffs right so we don't know where where everything stands right we still got other games we got selections coming up tomorrow we know you guys are in right possibly a first round by a home game tell me about the excitement that you have just being able to play in you know postseason kind of stuff yeah so uh last year it was awesome to make it to the uh, postseason i think for the first time in years. I mean, it was only my second year, year at yeah, Idaho. We got the banner up here. Yeah, it's been yeah. like almost 30 it's years. It's been a long time. Um, so that was pretty sweet. I think, uh, unfortunately, that first loss, um, you know, some of the guys that really took me under their wing when I got here, you know, that, that was the end of the, the road for that team and uh, those guys. So um, we, I know de- in, going into this, we definitely don't want to repeat that and we want to make a big run. So. And it's not this year. It's not about getting to the playoffs. It's about making a playoff run. Right. You know, it's been about that all season. So, well, it'll be exciting to see what um, what we do and accomplish. And I think uh, it just comes down to doing all the little things every day. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. So we have mom here with you. We see a lot of family in the stands coming down and supporting you. Right. So. Yeah. Tell me about the support system that you have. It's very important for football players. Talk about the family and the support that you've had along this journey. Oh, it's been amazing. You know, even from when I was a kid, just uh, putting me in sports, taking me to all the sports when I was playing four sports at a time. And, uh, you know, at the time, I don't think I realized it, but how much of a commitment that is and uh, how much of a time or time commitment and, uh, you know, financial commitment that is. So very grateful for that. And, you know, now that I'm, playing at college I think it's awesome to have, be able to share these uh, memories with them and have them come and visit every week and uh, got to put on a show for the for my mama <laughs> and mom how how is it like watching him go through the process walking on right all the I would call them maybe early struggles right or challenges right trying to make the team talk to us about that and what you've seen in your boy oh my goodness well I've seen a ton of growth I mean he's always been a 
a gritty player with whatever he's doing. And so when he told us that he was coming to walk on at University of Idaho, we were like, okay, you got this. And uh, so like the first, the first month was rough. I would have to listen to him on FaceTime and, and see his bruises and see how beat up he was and his swollen hands and tell him to keep going. And then we'd get off the phone and I was a nervous wreck, but um, you know, we've celebrated some great times when he got his scholarship offer and um, just watched him progress and it's been amazing. Yeah. Awesome, now we have playoffs and then I understand like a three year anniversary over here behind the camera, is that right? Yeah, yeah, pretty amazing. Thanks, Liz. Get in on this? Thanks. <laughs> Why don't you come on in here? Yeah, three years. Did this start back in CV days, right? Little Bears? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it did. He was a senior in high school. I was a freshman in college oh. at SFCC, and I met him at a Halloween party. Go Sasquatch? <laughs> yeah. A Halloween party? Yes, a Halloween party. Okay. What were we dressed up as? I was dressed up as SWAT. I don't know what you were dressed up yeah, as. That was a nightmare. I had some, some jorts. <laughs> Some cowboy boots, maybe like a, I don't know if it would be 80s or 70s style, like retro hat. Um, what, what? So what is that? It's just a, uh, like a hodgepodge of just awesomeness? Yeah, so this is a, this might be kind of funny. Uh, so I, w I went to like Spirit Halloween the night of Halloween, which is a horrible mistake. I really wanted to be like Spider-Man. But the, they didn't have any Spider-Man costumes left. They were all gone. Yeah, so I just uh, kind of threw together what I uh, had in my uh, my room at home. So that's uh sounds pretty close to what you had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this caught your attention. Very much. So it was like most of it was neon. But there, a, he had a friend in one of my classes, and she was like, "I have this boy. You should meet him. He's a real mama's boy. I think you'd really like him." And First thing at the party, she's like, oh, that's him. I'm like, what's he supposed to be? And that was exactly what he said to me. It was, oh, they didn't have any more Spider-Man. So I just picked this up off my floor. That's a great pickup line. It was. It was, it was pretty sweet. <laughs> Three years later. Here you guys are. Awesome. Dress is the same. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I wish the best of luck to you. Thanks for your time. Really appreciate it, man. All right, so that was pretty fun, and uh, I cool think, kid. Yeah, awesome kid. Uh, I love his story. Uh, just started out as kind of a walk-on with the previous coach. Um, has a coaching change. Got to adapt to that and and work hard, and then gets a, a scholarship um, from the new coach. I love that story. And uh, is able to, you know, now he's he's on the defensive line starting. And when you think of like, you know, how when we ask people like life philosophy how many times do we hear do you just work hard don't quit and that's sam brown i yeah. mean that that filters through the whole team right it's pretty cool it, yeah it does and it, it's neat to see him lead the team chant at the end of the game when yeah. they get the victory so uh good good for them uh i know you know it had to happen in the last game when you know your your guys uh, okay. the Bengals were there but you know, oh well. But uh, good luck to to him and his team as they move into the playoffs, as we were talking about earlier. Yeah, baby. Well, uh, it seems like we have a repeat offender on I'm Mad, right? Should we do I'm Mad? I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! Should we look at the email? What do we get? We're definitely doing I'm Mad. Uh, let's take a look here. We have a... 
This, uh, oh, my my man, Travis. Yep, there He's it back is. on. He's back on. So he says, uh, hey, guys, sorry to bother you again. Uh, Wait, st- this is Travis Kelsey Trav- from the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, sorry, Tied Tra- Travis Kelsey. Okay. So uh, says, sorry to bother you again. Uh, just had a rough game last night and felt like I needed to ride in because I'm mad. Um, I, you know, I dropped a ball on a drive that could have given us the win. And uh, I'm just mad that we had to lose to the Philadelphia Eagles. Travis, I get it, man. Um, it, it's not just you. There were a couple other plays that could have gone differently that would have changed the game and maybe the outcome of the game. And um, I don't, I don't know if you saw it, Travis, but um, Sirianni was just some of his gestures during the game. I don't know if you saw this, Tony, but it kind of gets to me a little bit too, where I'm like, okay, somebody needs to, you know, take care of this team kind of thing. And the Eagles are playing great, but some of the, some of the things I saw, I'm just more of like, act like you've been there kind of thing right. and it's it's cool to be excited and stuff like that I get that and you want to keep right. your team you know pumped up in a close game like that a lot of emotions but for me it's like you know celebrate with your team in the locker room or something you yeah. don't need to be doing like yeah some of these things during the game so no, show the kids I get it Travis right. I get it Travis well Travis fumbled so I I get why you're mad Travis that was yeah. a big fumble and uh and plus, you got your brother factor, who's playing for the other team, and so you know, Fun I mean, game. and you got that factor, and then you know, you got Taylor up in the box, like, and she's not happy. So you like your anger is kind of like mom was there too. I know. And then we got all these Swifties that no, are mad. No Campbell's chunky so, soup for you today, Trav. You you <laughs> got to do a little better so that we're not getting the Swifty clan mad. I don't want to see a bunch of Swifties do running think, around. Do you think? That are I angry. mean, there's. Yeah, I, I'm sure he's able to turn that off, right? Game time, turn it off and just focus on the game. But uh, who knows? There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on. Well, something happened with the receivers because, like, I think, like, I, I'm surprised that you know it wasn't Mahomes that wrote in that he's mad because his receivers. Well, he's not. He's not blaming. He's receivers, not blaming anybody on his team. So his receivers team dropped a lot of balls. He said he, he had the fumble. Scanling had the winning touchdown right there in his that hands. Dive. Yeah, and dropped it. So. Yep. Like Travis kind of tell, you know, Mahomes that, you know, hang in there too. You know what I mean? Like you got to help those receivers out. Should yeah. Show them the way. And Travis, I mean, this is the second time you've written in and about, you know, the last few weeks. So math. I mean, we might have to put a cap on this if you keep emailing Ooh, us. I mean, wow. you know, I, you can't be a multiple, you know, well, mad it's person. a repeat offender. So like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, maybe maybe three strikes you're out. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I, I mean, we've never ran into this yet. But he's a multiplier too, which is we got to factor in too because we don't want you know all everybody mad. So like he, right, he's going through Taylor oh, Swift I got to all the Swifties. So we got to like calm them down and give them some True. positive vibes. Wow, yeah, I didn't think about that. How yeah. it can how it can affect other yeah. people and make them mad. I don't want a bunch of teenage girls running around mad. That right, that would be almost like the geese coming at you. Yeah, right. It'd be <laughs> terrible. I I could only take on probably one Swifty, maybe. Right. Six Good. geese equals help, one Swifty. Help us out, Trap. Play better <laughs> so we don't have angry teenagers running around. Uh, he finishes off. Thanks. Sorry to bother you guys again. Um, love the show. Keep up the good work. 
Thanks, Travis. Thanks, Travis. Okay. Uh, do you have anything you're mad about today, Tony? Yes. Oh, okay. Do share. <laughs> well, it's it's bringing up like my body aches and everything because I put our your body I put is our, aching. I put our Christmas lights up today. Oh, you did. And you know, as a do you dad, have a lot of Christmas lights. It's like, well, you know, you cover the front of the house with the lights. You know, what I mean, on the gutters and all that, and it's up and down the. La- I mean, I love Christmas, it's like and I would never right? Just... let down the family because you know what I mean, like right. You put the lights up. It's part of the tradition. Part of the deal. But man, it took me like I, I was in the living room just kind of mentally getting prepared. It was like getting ready for a wow. football game. <laughs> okay. I got to get all the lights out. Did you do your storage. stretches and calisthenics? I didn't stretch. No? I probably should have. Well, you might you have know. to get out on that roller over there. Well, and then it's not just the physical part. It's the, it's the oh, this light's out. Or, like, oh. I've learned, like, so you early gotta expect on, problems. like, you better go out and buy, like, four sets of lights. Way more than you need because there's going to be electrical issues. There's going to be light bulbs out. This, so you grab, steal them from the extras. Like, I've learned, right? right? You go from one to the other, yeah, and then that becomes your backup not harder, strand for just, next year. It's just, like, a mental, like, grind. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I could be that guy in the front yard that's just throwing lights around. Right, like like Clark Griswold. Yeah. yeah. Did you have any Clark Griswold moments today? Cl- close. Really? Oh, really close. Like yeah. what? Just just, when just you're losing it in the front out, yard? And then, and then it, like, you better, te- like, test them. I learned, that, like, test them on the grass when you plug them all in. Yeah. Don't put them up first. You know what I mean? I almost mm-hmm. did that, and then I remembered. More right? trips like, up and oh, down the ladder. Okay. Yeah, you better test them out in the grass and do all that. So you young dads out there doing the Christmas light stuff, like pay attention to the Trailside Dukes. Like we're going to help you out. Life lessons. That's what we're about here, right? Buy some extras and test them out on the grass and then have your have your plan for putting them up and yeah yep and then you know the ladder you're fighting bushes you're trying to like ah oh, it's <laughs> it's a mental grind Corey. have you got your lights up uh no i don't oh, okay. but i'll tell you what <laughs> okay my neighbor if um he is griswold oh he i call him clark all through the year Fine. All year long, because he has. Does he a, pay somebody to do it? No, he does it himself. Okay. He gets out there. Okay. He um, he puts the, he strings them up just like Clark does on his house, and we're kind of out by near an airport. I I mean, so Ryan, if you're listening to this, like the airports want their landing strip back because it's right. on your house. That's a target, right? So everybody knows and he, he does a great job. He's got a ton of stuff out there. Um, he's even got the leg lamp. From the Christmas yes, story, yes, I saw that. He's last got the leg year. lamp up there the in the window. Story. It's That's great. Awesome. He's um, got a sense of humor. So he has way more than enough lights for our stretch of the street. But I'll, I'll yeah. be getting mine up soon. Okay. Yeah, but uh, going back to the life lesson, I like the, some of those things, right? Yeah, we're we're the, out for some, helping people, right? I test mine out in the garage before I put yeah. them up. You don't, know, it's somewhere where it's warm. I can see everything. If I need to change bulbs, I just do it right there at the workbench, and then yeah, I'm mad. out there. Yep. So, yep, preparation is the key, just like yep. any football game, Christmas lights. Well, I'm sure they look great. You didn't turn them on for me when I came over no, to the. No, they were on. Oh, they were. Yeah, you just didn't oh, see I them. Didn't. You oh. were in your own head. Sorry. Yeah, you were focused on on the sorry on getting ready sorry. for. Oh, now you're making fun of Canadians. <laughs> okay, you're gonna make me mad. Dude. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you're mad about besides uh, me making fun of uh, no, the way you say sorry? That's what I would add in. You're making fun of sorry. We're, Canadians okay. are nice people. 
Captain Canada is going to just... Oh, here we go. This X-Men Captain Canada thing. I Captain still Canada. don't... I don't know where this guy came from. Yeah. Don't mess around. And we still got the boys in front of him. Watch this. Oh, no. See? Can't take down Dan Marino. I guess you can't. No, you can't. I could not tackle Dan. You cannot take okay. out Dan the man. Okay. He All can right. take care of Bob and Doug Take right out here. care of Favre Bob without No Legs Favre. Pretty easy. Look at... Ooh, Dude, I love No dancer. Legs Favre. Yeah, he does kind of break dance. <laughs> well, Corey, uh, I don't know. You got anything else? Uh, you know, I don't really have anything I'm mad about. I got a good mountain bike ride in today during my lunch break. And that's awesome. Swung. No crashes? No crashes. So that's a victory. First time riding without my brace on my wrist. So yeah. I took Jack up Canfield yesterday. I saw that. That's his first mountain bike ride up Canfield. That's awesome. Yeah. You guys went down cave and went got a little muddy, cave. huh? Yeah, it was a lot of mud. But it's been it's been really nice out, so it's cool to be able to get out there, get a little exercise. And I hey, you know, I even stopped by the house today and showed you my new uh, Trailside Dukes mountain bike jersey. Dude, that is a sweet jersey. You like um, it? I took a couple pictures, so I hope yeah. we post them up here. Okay. And uh, that is a sweet biking jersey. Yeah, it was fun. It was its uh, maiden voyage, so I thought I'd get yeah. it out there on a nice day. And um, if people wanted to buy merch. Where, where they go to? Oh, they just go to the Trailside Dukes uh, shop, and we have two links. There's actually two shops with a couple different uh, things and varieties of shirts and hats and uh, koozies and all sorts of different stuff. And we even have a bikini and a candle in there. So bikinis. Settle are, down, Corey. Dude, check out the bikinis, ladies, because there are about 20 different colors of straps to choose from. Strings, I don't know what the ties, I don't know what they call them, but anyways go through there there's 20 different colors i know mind-boggling right tony okay <laughs> so if you want to order anything you're turning red by the way check out the links they're in the description and uh you can go shopping why not yeah all right well i think that's about it for today i mean that was a fun episode like and subscribe and hit the post notification bell for more um, I don't have anything else, uh, do you? Over and out. Over and out. All right. Go Dukes.